it's also not a good way to, to be a critical thinker because no one's ever going to question uh, obviously wrong assumptions because Mother every you share don't them. talk about critical thinking when you're banning every single book that has the audacity to be even slightly queer or if it teaches anything about black history in the united states or the oppression of black people oh well hey wait does it intersect is is it about black queer people ah ban all the books ban them all i say uh that that whoever's deciding that is is deciding to not talk about other things um whereas with a public digital town square like we have here it's possible for the, the one that you are literally controlling and own and censor of, uh, on is are, are you serious people are going to eat this shit up <laughs> all they need um, to do is be like oh yes the woke mind virus and the elite cabal are coming after all of us he he oh and then everyone's like whoa that's why the twitter spaces got shut down not because you're really bad at your job and you're really really at it you know oh it's, it's the woke mind virus okay not sort of All right, all right. Uh, good afternoon, uh, good, good afternoon, evening, good, good evening. morning, everyone. Depending on wherever in the world you're joining us from, I'm broadcasting live from David from Twitter headquarters. It's David Sachs here. Uh, Elon is sitting next to me, and we want and we want to welcome you to this historic <laughs> Twitter so Spaces scuffed. event, and more broadly, a first in the history of social media. Uh, tonight, I'm pleased to introduce two individuals who've done more to loosen the. That's not me. This is them. They just cut out. <laughs> is the server's not able to handle this? What's going on, Meatball? <laughs> 27,000, big numbers. Okay, let's get back there. Go ahead, Justin. Ah, here we go. It's like having the radio back, you know? Uh, just way shittier. <laughs> it's like the radio, except really shitty. <laughs> Are we supposed to watch this? Are we supposed to watch this? All right, <laughs> sorry about time? that. We, we've got so many people here that I think we are. We are uh, kind of melting the servers, uh, which is a good sign. <laughs> oh my um, all right, I'd like to just introduce the, the, uh, the folks in, <laughs> in the room here. Which is a good here. sign. So it's safe to say we wouldn't be making history without the man sitting next to me, Elon Musk. His decision to purchase this platform last year to restore to its original mission as a beacon for free speech and even to expose Twitter's past complicity with a government censorship regime <laughs> oh my God. might have surprised many, but not those of us who've known and worked with Elon for nearly a quarter century. His commitment to freedom, his commitment to freedom and his willingness to put his money where his mouth is, upset the narrative, upset the narrative and on, and on, on us. What is happening? <laughs> oh, did it cut out again? This is such fucking scuffed nonsense. So, guys, I just want to make clear, the connection issue seems to be on the Twitter end. It's not on our end. It's not, it's not our space. Their stream keeps cutting out, which means yeah, it's the, it's the, oh, the It's radio, the everyone, oh, except shit. shittier. It's, it's just all oh, the, ah, the advanced technology of the radio. This See? Is, this is no, Come on, Meepal Ron. Tell us about how you hate black people and the LGBTQ+. It's your chance. Come on, do it. Are you measuring skulls? What's going on here? sound from TV, buzzing sound, or is it me? Yeah, no, I messaged him, too. Yeah, forty-four uh, billion dollars couldn't buy him a radio. A a, forty-four billion a dollars sound. couldn't buy Elon Musk a yeah, fucking radio. Know, but there's a, Twitter has a bit of a glitch. Oh, that's gonna be 
this is yeah that's concerning. gonna be pretty anticlimactic for ron there can't stop taking right l's can't stop taking fucking l's i can't wait for trump's tweet <laughs> this is our tweet oh, this yeah, exactly time for it. He can't run the i really hope he starts he tweeting right now like right so now. so many l's <laughs> Oh, I gotta tweet. post this. All you have to tweet is Ron? Question mark. <laughs> no, no, the tweet will be what no, Heather said. Trump's gonna be like, oh, he can't run a Twitter space. How can he run the country? <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> true. I'm trying to use it from a different account. Still Apt and accurate, on point. I agree. Oh my God, Elon. By himself, <laughs> um, so that's that's disappointing. Yeah, and that is true. I have now confirmed that Elon Musk is the only that one engineer is now fired. This is this well, is he, he insane. Said, this is epic. He, David Sachs said that uh, DeSantis didn't shut down the schools in California. Did that wasn't true. There's three million two thousand people. Okay, hold on, hold on. Right, wait. So let's see. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. <laughs> Yeah, this is fascinating. Yeah. I have to say that the technical. By the way, kind of how many how many viewers does Hassan have so right Elon now? Elon just mentioned the fact Hassan that has thirty five point five. Um, <laughs> Hassan has more viewers than this space has right now, covering this space and how scuffed it is, and handling it fine. I might add. By the way, <laughs> does anybody know how many people were in that space? Uh, there are currently four hundred five thousand people in his space. <laughs> Wow, uh, about this 30, is such a space. glorious uh, and, fucking. And <laughs> it's already crashed three times. Oh, what a beautiful uh, disaster! You know, it, thank you, we thank you, really need, for I making mean, this possible. Spaces are going to be a pillar of Twitter, right? This is the future of Twitter. I fucking hope not. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> for I your sake, they're going to have to dedicate more resources to spaces here. <laughs> what uh, a disaster! Evidence of that uh, necessity here. Oh my tonight. god! And hopefully, they can get this stuff fixed pretty quickly. So many L's. Mm. Fast and Furious. Mm. Hey, Nick. Thank you uh, for this gift. It, it looked like desktop was uh, crashed before they even started. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, um... Yeah, someone sent me a screenshot of uh, the desktop uh, portion was crashed. So what's interesting is, Look ultimately, at the title. as Heather was saying, this is sort is of anticlimactic. But oh, remember okay. that on. he is going to be on Fox. My understanding is right after this. If you How did Trump crash uh, Elon's face? Uh, Doc, move. I heard it was Russia. Trump uh, crashed that's, that's it? That's what I've been told through the wire. What? Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> it's already down. So uh, okay. You guys are always about the deep state. So. <laughs> so I have to say, what, what the, the biggest thing, I think, from a business perspective is how is Linda... Yakarino going to respond to this specifically with advertisers? Yeah, I think they're memeing. I think they're memeing. They're memeing everyone. Hold on. How does this affect this sort of fight between... You know, corporate media and the new media, if they can't even keep it up and running for such an important event. That's what that that I have to say, this actually is, is potentially a very big event for 
for Twitter. And and, and Dr. Danish, I totally agree with you because essentially mainstream media, all eyes of mainstream media are on this. We've had those those two major interviews before, but maybe they didn't penetrate the mainstream media as much. But this one, yeah, the did. MSN, it's, it's, gonna, just, it's just completely crashed. It's gonna shit on this. Yeah, to be fair, though, I mean, when you look at Elon Musk, I mean, the guy builds rockets for a living, basically, and how many failed launches lead to a good launch, right? So if you look at this as, like, one of the first test launches, I'm sure there's going to be a learning curve, but eventually everyone knows the spaces are going to become more suitable for that many viewers at once. But obviously, this is... But they for Ron DeSantis, he doesn't... He, no. this. They should have done, like... Maybe like a smaller test space. Like okay, so apparently DeSantis lost connection. To... Uh, no one is talking now. The scene of the space. He crashed the app three times. Uh, so... I cannot wait oh, for Trump's statement. There's no uh, way that that's really going on. Are you kidding right now? Hold on, can can someone play? Can can Justin? It... Can you? I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, Justin. play it. Is it like? Hold on, let's see. It was the music that you know when you. So when you start a space, you have this option to play music that. <laughs> oh my god no that's not it oh no justin stop messing with us Death, death this is so scuffed play. yeah i've just muted you justin you got a lot of buzzing sound this is so uh, i don't know scuffed. why but yeah i don't know what's yeah, going khaleesi, on khaleesi will be able to stream it as well khaleesi can you play that can you stream khaleesi for us I'm mcqueen hear it there isn't any, there isn't any, Mario. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, that uh, wasn't a good joke. I actually believe it. The music that it. plays uh, when you actually start a space up. You know, the, the, up your the, room. John Otto, thank you yeah, for the $5. Was, pretty good rendition of it. Who are we hearing? Who are these reporters? Uh, okay, so this is Nick Sorter. Oh, so there was, hold on, there was, Mario there was actually uh, a hold music, yes. Nick. Uh, Not the one that Justin uh, played, but a different one. I can't, I can't hear it. Neither well, you can't see, hear but, it anymore. Uh, I've got it on the back anymore. Because it stopped. Be it stopped. Yeah. It played for a bit earlier. No, no. When he was saying it, I, I... Okay, hold on. Is the Ron DeSantis one back up? Ron DeSantis. Everything I'm reading online is about how it just crashed. Well, there's 382,000 people in the room. All right, great. So, let's see. So, they just keep crashing, huh? Yeah, I think we've got... <laughs> hey, just a massive number of people online, so it's um, servers are straining somewhat. Um, <laughs> oh, this is wild. If if you would have done this on the AM radio. I think they would have had any audio issues, no, no problems with quality, uh, dropouts, server overloading. There, there wouldn't even need servers to be involved at all. You could, you could just do this on the old ham radio. It probably would have, probably would have worked out better than whatever the fuck is happening here. All right, we're just uh, reallocating more uh, server capability uh, to be able to handle load here. It's uh, really going going crazy. So... <laughs> Um, who knew? Yeah, um, who knew, Elon? Who knew that, like, you know, you might need some staff to be able to handle these kind of problems should they arise, especially if you want to scale up and host a massive event to both show off your product and how you're teaming up to destroy wokeness. Wokeness fucking just won. Oh, man, the woke mind virus crushed you. Crushed you all. I can't even pronounce virus. <laughs> the woke mind virus wins again. I'm super very excited to um, have... Uh... Governor DeSantis, uh, make this, uh... Oh, this is wild.
Close clip. Wait, is that the end? I, I would class myself as, as a moderate, and you know, neither Republican nor, nor Democrat. Um, and in fact, uh, I have voted voted overwhelmingly for Democrats uh, historically, overwhelmingly. Like, I, I'm not sure. I, I might never have voted for a Republican, just to be clear. Right. Um, now, now, this election, I will. <laughs> <laughs> the Democratic Party is overly, yeah, overly I controlled. I know it's old. I know it's old, old, old. It's Elon's uh, scuffed test project. I wonder if it crashed, just like his rockets. Yeah, basically. Exploding like everything else he does. I'm just trying to see if they're trying to restart it. Because obviously this is deeply embarrassing. But I could see him wanting to... Apparently DeSantis is a listener in the space. Oh my god. And integrity over fear. Education... Oh my god, no one is ever going to vote for you. <laughs> You're so DOA. Integrity and freedom for every American. That's what you sound like? Okay, let's see if Hassan has something... Is he streaming with some secret powers, some secret Hassan songs? And, and refuse to Wait, what? They media. did do it. Uh, to joining us from, I'm broadcasting live from David from Twitter headquarters. It's David Sachs here. Um, Elon is sitting next to me. And we want and we want to welcome you to this. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just me. It was this guy. Probably a first in the history of social media. Uh, tonight, I'm pleased to introduce two individuals who've done more to loosen the. That's incredible. And of course, like, already, fucking all of the fucking Elon Musk super simps, like, fucking, what's-his-face, Tim Pool are like, oh, amazing, 460,000, I guess is the limit, sir. Uh, well done. Amazing. Another beautiful disaster. All planned. <laughs> yeah, masterful gambit. <laughs> fucking scuffed-ass Wii waiting music. <laughs> Oh, what a loser. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Man, the only thing sadder than Elon Musk, I'm sorry, is all the people who fucking still think this is the epic shit. Who are still, oh, he's the fucking meme master though, bro. Gotta admit, he's really good at fucking, you know, stealing other people's memes and shit. The epic. <laughs> really does fail at everything he tries to accomplish. That's pretty fucking epic. <laughs> <laughs> then Ron, Ron tries to join. <laughs> That's when it crashes. When Meatball Ron shows up, he just fucking crashed it. <laughs> oh, you can see it too. It's 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 preserved. Do you even get a it's sound? Oh, he got something in. Just trying to get it going because it's there's so many people. Just trying to get it going. That's unfortunate. I've like never seen this before. Um, <laughs> never seen this before. <laughs> oh, wow. We're just trying, just trying to get it going. Fucking DOA. You were dead on arrival. You fucking weird pudding covered torture whisperer. Fucking hell. Someone says they're going to restart it. Hold on. <laughs> we can't even do radio anymore. <laughs> Well, the level of technology we're dealing with, unfortunately, is before radio. Yes, we're not in that. Details not available. <laughs> uh, this is just too funny. Oh, they're up. All right, it's happening. Nope. <laughs> nope. They're back down. 
And already, I wonder if this was a DDoS attack. They're trying to silence the truth. You know they're going to go with that. Of course, they're going to go right for fucking PsyOps, not fucking complete and utter buffoonery. Yeah, well, why have to take accountability for any of our own actions for the shit we do when we can just say it's the whole part of this giant PsyOp fucking woke mind virus shit? The woke mind virus has won. Vosh got in the space somehow? Oh, I just have to watch someone else. Yeah, I'll have to watch Vosh's stream. Inception! Inevitable. <laughs> it is a choice. And we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead to American oh, he's revitalization. Doing it. He's doing we it. We must restore sanity to our nation. This means embracing fiscal and economic sanity. Stop pricing hardworking Americans out of a good standard of living. Through inflationary bar yeah, it's on for some people. Spending policies and please embrace American energy. Guess the bigger streamers. This also means replacing the woke mind virus with reality, <laughs> facts, and enduring principles. Merit must trump identity politics. Trump? We Rah. must return normalcy to our communities. America's a sovereign country. Our borders must be respected. We cannot have foreigners pouring into our country illegally by the millions. We cannot allow drug cartels to poison our population with fentanyl. <laughs> Public deserves safe communities and oh, law. Oh, I'm, I'm connecting. Oh, we have a source. Jacking in. Jack me in. Why aren't you jacking me in? Like those oh. in our military are more concerned. We connected. We did matters it. matters not central to the mission, whether it's global warming or gender ideology and pronouns. Morale declines and recruiting suffers. Clean up your we room. We need to eliminate these distractions, and we need to get focused on the core mission. We also cannot have troops. Uh, Terrence Bogarts, thank you for the prime. Significant issues are decided by the whims of unelected bureaucrats rather than the people's elected representatives. Reestablishing integrity in our institutions means this we is must so reinvigorate <laughs> our constitutional system by returning the government to its rightful owners. Again, you could have done this more effectively on radio. No social or <laughs> transformation without representation. You're getting more reach from all the Truth memes. Truth needs to be our foundation. Common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. And in Florida, we proved it could be done. Uh, we chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. And we're thriving as a result. Florida is the nation's fastest growing state. We're number one in net in migration, number one in new business formations, recently ranked number one in education. We have a 50-year low crime rate and one of the lowest tax and debt per capita in America. But we also understand governing is not entertainment. It's not about building a brand or virtue signaling. It is about delivering results. And our results in Florida have been second to none. We can <laughs> and we must deliver big results for America. I pledge to be an energetic executive that will take on the important issues. Biden's pursued inflationary policies that are hurting working people. We will reverse those policies. Has Trump we'll uh, truth about this yet? Americans can achieve a good standard of living. Biden's opened the southern border and allowed massive amounts of drugs to pour into the country. We'll shut down the border, construct the border wall, and hold the it's drug just cartels lies. accountable. Biden's embrace medical authoritarianism, such as unconstitutional COVID vax mandates. We will ensure that those violations of liberty can never happen again. Gonna, Biden's allowed woke ideology to drive silence, his agenda. Silence the fashion for two seconds. So from Time Magazine, 
Uh, this is a, a pattern that shows up in the statistics of many Republican-led states, which on average commit fewer do uh, dollars per capita to healthcare, public education, and other crucial services compared to their blue counterparts, while making sure corporations and wealthy individuals are prioritized for tax relief. Arizona cut taxes every year between 1990 and 2019, following up with a shift to flat tax this year that will cost the budget $1.9 billion. Meanwhile, public school spending ranks 48 amongst 50 states. In Florida, the state's tax revenues come largely through sales and excise taxes, which fall hardest on the poor and middle class. A 2018 study by Leftling Institute on Tax and economic policy found that Florida had the third least equitable tax system of all 50 states. In the state's upside down uh, tax structure, the poorest 20% uh, of Florida families paid 12.7% of their income in taxes, while families whose income were in the top 4% paid only 4.5%, and the top 1% paid 2.3%, according to the study. Florida taxpayers uh, get less for their money than residents of many other states. The Commonwealth Fund, a private foundation on studies in healthcare globally, found in 2022 its scorecard for Florida had the 16th worst healthcare among. 50 states. It's no wonder that Florida ranks below the northern blue states in life expectancy, rates of cancer death, diabetes, fatal overdoses, teen birth rates, and infant mortality. Largely because of DeSantis' obstinacy, uh, Florida is one of the 10 states that have refused to expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act, an act of political spite that has cost states billions in federal health care dollars and cost thousands of people their lives. More than 12% of Floridians are without medical insurance, a worse record than all but, other, all but four other states. Despite having the country's highest percentage of retirees, Florida has the worst long term care amongst all 50 states according to the american association of retired persons what a fucking dumpster fire what an absolute dumpster fire he is one thing in common and it was this every single one of them had failed and so they knew it fell to our country the united states of america to determine whether people could really govern themselves <laughs> because we have a society based much of his money during his run for governor which in theory cannot be used in his current escapade and poll numbers tanked and well did they tank and when Dr. Benjamin Franklin walked out of that convention, he was asked, did you deliver Get a him. republic or a monarchy? He said a republic if you... Oh, he just posted a video. The Washington established politicians like to talk about how they can be just like Donald Trump. The truth? Yes. There's only one Donald Trump. Yes. Only one who gave us the largest yes. tax cuts in history. Yes. No, no, no. I, I, I am. Uh, I am that sicko. Absolutely. Right now. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Good. That's the health care they deserve and stood up to China and protected your job. Only one who kept us out of endless wars while destroying our terrorist enemies. Only one who fundamentally changed the Supreme Court was called the most pro-life president in history and relentlessly protected our Second Amendment rights and our borders. Why would we ever settle for Trump imposters? Make America great again. Great again. When there's only one, starting day one, who can make America great again. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. But it was very, very lonely in a lot of those decisions. And part of the reason it was so lonely is because there was a concerted effort to try to stifle dissent. There was an official narrative about lockdowns, about closing schools, about forced masking, about all these different things that we had to navigate during COVID. Uh, and it was an orthodoxy being enforced by the major tech platforms in conjunction with the federal government. And if we can't have an honest debate in a free country about uh, issues that affect hundreds of millions of people like lockdowns, then what good is the First Amendment at that point? Those are precisely the times 
when we needed to have oh i'm muted fuck robust. i'm the one boomerang out i got muted too articles <laughs> i'm more scuffed than he is policies and yet that's exactly what happened so it at least mine are intentional all right that had continued uh, i think free speech in this <laughs> in this country uh, was on its way out the door and so when elon musk uh, stepped up to purchase twitter oh my uh, god he paid a lot of money for it uh, and I'm sure because he's a good businessman, Elon, I'm sure you'll, you'll end up making money off it. But bottom line is you had to put your money where your mouth is, uh, because I think you recognize that, uh, you can't have a free society, uh, unless we have the freedom to debate the most important issues that are affecting our civilization. That did not happen during COVID. The truth was, uh, censored repeatedly. And now that Twitter is in the hands uh, of, of a free speech advocate, uh, that would not be able to happen again uh, on this Twitter platform. So I think what was done with Twitter is really significant for the future of our country. We cannot have a society in which government is colluding with major tech platforms to enforce an orthodoxy. <laughs> You're well, thank you. um, seeing this on yeah, well, Elon I'm Musk's Twitter platform spaces. What? <laughs> field, um, yes, we can't have collusions between politicians and these big tech companies. It's really cool to advertise this amazing technology you invented here, Elon. This Twitter spaces, you call it? Very cool. minds will be changed one way or the other. And But it's just incredibly important, as you as you highlight, that the First Amendment is irrelevant if... Uh, all the media and all the and, and the government are operating in lockstep. It's uh, it, it makes you know. The what are you trying to say right now, Elon? You have someone running for the president of the United States who is uh, in your spaces yeah, advertising your have, platform. Uh, free and open debate. Um, so, so tw Twitter was indeed expensive, uh, <laughs> but free speech is priceless. <laughs> What a fucking awesome. loser. Um, thank you. So, oh, man, that was uh, so cringe so that even people were like... <laughs> oh, 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 you're serious. Oh, that's sad. Too many uh, L's today. people knew this announcement was coming because there's been no shortage of hit pieces on you <laughs> yeah. in the press over the last week or two. I want to. Yeah, I know. He's been posting on Truth. We, were playing, we played his ad already. Uh, last week, uh, the NAACP issued a travel advisory against your state claiming that florida is not a safe place for minorities to visit uh what do you say to those who've been advised that somehow they aren't welcome in your state claiming that florida is unsafe is a total farce i mean are you kidding me you look at cities around this or, country uh, so they like are awash in crime in florida our crime rate to both show off your product low. and how you're you teaming up to this 25 this post in, in real time about this sorry Florida does not have a single one amongst the top 25. And if you look at cities like Baltimore and Chicago, we read the stats, by the way, Florida is fucking suffering in a bad way because of this asshole education. Yet I don't see the NAACP batting an eye about all the outrage and the carnage that's happening in those areas. So this is a political stunt. These left wing groups have been doing it for many, many years. And at the end you're of the day, you're fucking over the entire state. And then you're like, it's Antifa. This is a left wing narrative. fucking now, uh, stunt. Is, is Antifa did it. Americans and woke, woke my virus and Antifa. And platforms like Twitter are there where people can debunk these lies in real time. And I would just say, as an American citizen, if you are uncritically accepting, narrative spun by legacy media and left-wing groups, you're failing at your job 
uh, of being a conscientious citizen. Um, and I think people just see right through it. And oh, by the way, have any of these travel advisories, because they've been doing this for, for a while, all these left-wing groups, have any of them worked? Well, we're the number one state for net in-migration and have been every year since I've been governor. We just capped the highest quarter for tourism in the history of the state of Florida. And our view is we want everybody to succeed regardless of their skin this color. So we don't give up people by race. At the same time, it is worth pointing out that we have in Florida more black-owned businesses than any state in the nation. Uh, and we've also had more African-Americans lead state agencies under my administration than at any time in Florida history. But with us, you know they're there because of merit, not because we're <laughs> trying to play the good ones. Politics. The, you, you just said the good ones. Holy uh, shit. The students in, the, in Florida <laughs> perform much higher. You can't help it. Even when he's trying to be like, I care deeply about African-Americans. Yes, two, the good ones, of course. Amongst our black student population. And oh, by the way. The head of the NAACP lives in Florida, and a lot of their board members have put out on social media during <laughs> my governorship the Florida vacation. Yeah, it was Disney. It was Disney in the book Mind Virus. Good time. Um, that's great. Um, well, I mean, Florida's a great state, and I think everyone, the, 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 the people people realize that. Um, the, the, some of the things that are being said are just uh, truly absurd. Um, I mean, I, I saw some uh, headline from the Atlantic. Uh, basically claiming that anyone who listens listens to this uh, spaces on Twitter is basically a Nazi. Um, so, uh, or, yeah. <laughs> or the, yeah, that was the Atlantic. And then, Atlantic, and yeah, then yeah. Vanity Fair said that uh, <laughs> that you were, you were uh, hosting or interviewing because David Duke wasn't available. Oh, yes. yes Although yes. I'm not... <laughs> Lol, it's hilarious that people are kind of picking up on how much we're giving fascists a pass that they're actually talking about it out loud. I know. It's wild. I know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Because, again, we're just palling around with a lot of Nazis and the Nazi shit and all that kind of stuff. You know that i mean how crazy do you have to be but in their little bubble it sounds like a, they're making some type of profound point and so part of i think what twitter is is standing for is people should be exposed to different viewpoints and i think the yeah. elites in our society have tried to cluster themselves to where their assumptions are never challenged and that's not a, the a, a good way I that think, didn't to live long. it's also not a good way to to be a critical thinker because no one's ever gonna question uh, obviously wrong assumptions because everybody around you share don't them. talk about critical thinking when you're banning every single fucking book that has the fucking audacity to be even slightly queer or if it teaches anything about black history in the united states or the oppression of black people oh well hey, wait does it intersect is is it about black queer people ah ban all the books ban them all i say you fucking snowflakes want your little white supremacist safe space. That's what it is. All of these white supremacist ass white supremacists want a safe space for white supremacists to do white supremacist shit because they're fucking snowflakes. That was actually too much interest. But... <laughs> My account was breaking yeah. the system. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, there's really never been a, a mechanism before where uh, someone could address the nation or anyone who wanted to listen to them could from from anywhere in the world, uh, United States or anywhere. So, what? This is a, I think this, this is a really you, profound uh, change. Do you think um, you invented also, radio like the, communication? The, what, media, Elon? I don't even know what you're taking credit uh, for here. Your article is true, <laughs> true or not. Uh, even more powerful like, is deciding what the The king's speech? I have a voice. There's only so much you can actually put in a newspaper um, or a magazine. And, what, and there's only one thing you can really put on, on the cover of a magazine. So 
uh, that that whoever's deciding that is is deciding to not talk about other things. Um, whereas with a public digital town square like we have here, it's possible for the public. The one that you are literally controlling and own and censor a, on a, is. A are, are you serious? Fucking hell, um, and people are going to eat this shit up. <laughs> all they need um, to do is be like, oh, like yes, the woke mind virus and the elite uh, cabal are coming after all of us. Hee hee. Oh, and then everyone's that, like, whoa. Uh, That's why the Twitter spaces got shut down. Not because you're really bad at your job and you're really, really shit at it. Oh, it's, it's the woke mind virus. Okay. Not sort of five editors in chiefs of newspapers, basically. Yeah, and I think one of the really crazy things that happened during COVID is that that uh, social David networks Sachs. really yeah, started censoring dissenting Hi, David Sachs on COVID medical viewpoints that ended up being totally correct. So we in, have, by the way, uh, fucking neo-reactionary, far-right funded uh, big tech companies directly right now openly colluding with people who are announcing their fucking presidential campaign, their fascist ass presidential campaign on the actual site, scuffed as it may be. Scuffed as it, oh shit, did I just get kicked out? Scuffed as it may be, but they're still doing it. Uh, it'd be great and they're doing it fucking in the open. Um, I know that during COVID, you worked with Governor DeSantis. It'd be great just to hear a little bit about your interactions. Oh, thanks and for giving me so many Twitter files, yeah, Elon. Thank you, David. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an absolute honor to work with, uh, with Governor DeSantis. And I was really impressed by his decision-making in the face of, of an absolute firestorm of criticism. Uh, but he, you know, Governor, you did the right thing when you opened the schools. And uh, my kids in California for a year and a half- Oh, they lost the inside of the classroom. No way. Whereas Florida kids were- We interrupt this fascist to bring you another. What a shit show. Lol, 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 lol. Uh, look, Epic, it's so awesome that they can't handle a lot of people going on and listening at once because their servers are overloading because they fired all the people who normally would be critical at a point like this in order to prevent that from happening. Lol, look, Epic, such great memes. Uh -huh. the, you know, the CDC, the FDA, yeah, the NIH. The, how, do, how do you see... It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's a circle jerk of people who have absolutely zero interest in truth. Zero interest in truth. And they just want to fucking profess about how much they're interested in the truth. Like, it is so fucking masturbatory for just a whole bunch of people that we care deeply about free speech. I, I am Mr. Free Speech uh, Spaceman. I love free speech. This is all about, always has been, this is the free speech platform. Absolutely, totally. Unless, of course, you're reporting uh, days later with public information about your flight records, because then then you'll censor that person. Oh, or, or maybe if the government of India, uh, under their fascist regime, where Modi is trying to, again, target ethnic minorities, you'll censor on his behalf. Oh, oh what about Turkey and Erdogan? Yeah, same thing. Uh, right away, you'll, you'll do government collusion directly to censor information you don't give none of them do two fucks about this they're all either liars hypocrites or they're fucking combinations they're in where they're just sitting there being like i care about free speech i'm mr free speech man you know i saw just they banned a poem what a fucking bunch of snowflakes a, um, interest in the narrative fucking white supremacist fascist pieces of over shit over evidence-based reasoning and evidence-based no you don't care about anything evidence-based that's the shittiest thing about ron santis ah trump get at him 
and unleash Trump, feral Trump. Uh, Florida school blocks younger students from reading. Amanda Gorman's The Hill We Climb poem. Amanda Gorman slammed officials at the school in Miami-Dade County, Florida, on Tuesday, which she called a ban on elementary students reading The Hill We Climb. I'm gutted because one of the parents complained my inaugural poem, The Hill We Climb, has been banned in an elementary school. Wow. Book bans aren't new, but they've been on the rise, according to LLA. 40% more books were challenged in 2022 compared to 2021. 40% increase. Fucking, they're just marching towards this shit. Health agencies, but other agencies inside the federal government that worked to suppress the speech of Americans. And I'd love to hear no your question. thoughts about No question. So I'm actually, in Florida, we, we recognize the, the, the danger there. So I'm actually going to be signing a digital bill of rights for Florida pretty soon, which will bar all state and local government officials from colluding or working with a technology company for the purpose of censorship of speech. Because you're exactly right. You had people in the White House. You had people in all these other agencies uh, working with these platforms to try to take it down. And oh, by the way, what did they censor Dr. Bhattacharya for? It was a roundtable discussion that I led and convened. We had Dr. Bhattacharya, MD, PhD from Stanford. We had Martin Kaldorf uh, from Harvard Medical School. And we had Sinetra Gupta from Oxford, who was generally viewed as one of the best epidemiologists across the pond. Wait, are we just going right into anti-vax shit now? Just straight up so anti-vax shit? People, and what are we discussing? I mean, yeah. We're discussing whether there's any... Like, you're not getting anything from fascists outside of will marginalize uh, other communities on the behalf of upholding white supremacy and patriarchy. That's like, that's the only real thing you're going to get. Otherwise, it's just going to straight up be like policies that fuck over everyone. Everyone. Point. We had already had enough experience in Florida where you had some schools that had done it before before the state banned the mandates. You had yeah, some schools that so had done boring. it, some schools didn't, and the results were no different. And yet his video was taken down by Google YouTube. So it was a huge, huge problem. And yes, I think the federal government, FBI, uh, I DHS, hate big tech. Any of the health I hate how big tech does this, even when big tech does this. Delegating speech restriction to a private company you can't do indirectly what the constitution would clearly forbid you to do directly let me let me pull in uh we have uh congressman thomas massey <laughs> you're there uh go ahead and un unmute yourself i mean what we're talking about here is i think should i request really to speak? <laughs> unconstitutional actions by federal agencies even right-wingers uh, think this is boring Congressman Massey, i know that you've been involved in in uh this problem of, you know, <laughs> this is insanely boring no one's voting on free speech or woke <laughs> uh, used against the american people in an I inappropriate mean, way could have fooled us uh, that's all they seem to care this? about and do you have a, a question for governor DeSantis? well first of all let me say uh a big thank you to elon musk for buying twitter and exposing all of this uh, on our weaponization committee, we wouldn't know so much of it if he hadn't done this. Oh, almost as a public so service. Very Absolutely. cool. Um, it's Relevant. a disturbing yeah. trend. Government, uh, as the governor said, the government is colluding makes, with big corporations. You know, the, what are you trying to say right now? Right now? You have someone running for the president of the United States who is in your voluntarily yeah. gave names of and, and uh, information on anybody who bought a hot dog. In Washington D.C. from January 5th to January 7th, and then I just want to pull up an old uh, tweet from a one Donald J. Trump. When Elon Musk came to the White House, 
asking me for help on my many subsidized projects. Whether it's electric cars that don't drive long enough, driverless cars that crash, or rocket ships that are nowhere, which without subsidies, he'd be worthless. And telling me how he was a big Trump fan and Republican, I could have said drop on your knees and beg, and he would have done it. Fucking banger. In our house for five years, but um, my... my and just for the record, um, I, I, as a, I was with Thomas uh, our first year in Congress. He's got the Tesla, but his license plate is Kentucky Coal. So it's, uh, he's probably one of the only people that have that in the country. <laughs> Thanks for outing me, Governor DeSantis. Uh, but no, so, um, Governor DeSantis, my question to you is, you know, you served here in Congress for six years with me. And um, why is it that Congress is so feckless? at reining in these government agencies and and what do you think we need to do and if you were president what what would you urge congress or what bills would you like to see and sign to rein in this uh, you know sort of overreach of government bureaucracy well first i think there's a lot that the executive branch can do and i all i will say when it comes to these agencies we'll put we'll we'll go into this a little bit more as the campaign goes on but buckle up when i get in there because the the status quo is not acceptable um, and we are going to make sure that we reconstitutionalize this government and these agencies are totally out of control there's no accountability and we are going to bring that in a very big way now part of the reason it's gotten so bad power has been consolidated and effectively a fourth branch of government because Congress hasn't used its two main powers that it has under the Constitution. First, the power of the purse. If an agency is gauging in conduct that is outside the realm of what is legal or you think it's not good for the public interest, then you can remove the funding for those for those operations. Um, there's nothing that they're not entitled to get the same level of funding every year. And yet Congress runs the government on autopilot either continuing resolutions or massive omnibus spending bills. So these agencies are all bulletproof. They know that they're going to end up he does kind of sound uh, like something similar or yeah. more every single year, uh, and it creates an incentive for them to, to abuse their power. The other thing you, you can do is actually legislate so you're not delegating to the bureaucracy key issues regarding how to enforce federal law. You should define what you want. All they should be doing is implementing. Instead – Congress will basically give an invitation for the bureaucracy to make really important substantive decisions. And so Congress may never vote on something and the bureaucracy will cite a law from 20 years ago and do things that are going to transform our society or our country. That is not the way the founding fathers drew up the Constitution. So would you sign the Reins Act? We passed it out of judiciary today. Oh, yeah. No, you of would... course. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Um, that would, I think, be a great check. Uh, for that, I also think that we're going to have a good chance uh, to see some of the Chevron deference uh, really curtailed or maybe even eliminated uh, based on the U.S. Supreme Court's uh, upcoming jurisprudence. And I think that's a, another reason why the bureaucracy has become so powerful, because courts have basically been told they can pretty much do what they want and, and courts are supposed to just defer. I don't think that that's actually correct. I think the courts, uh, they have to make a judgment about what does the law actually say, and you can't just defer to quote-unquote experts in the bureaucracy. Thank you. All right, shifting gears. Governor, I want to ask you another uh, topic that's been in the news a lot is Disney. Uh, they blamed you for canceling plans for a billion-dollar investment in Florida, said it would, they were canceling 2,000 jobs. 
I saw other reports that suggested Disney was going to make the cuts anyway, uh, and due to a larger, you know, budget cutting initiative. Uh, regardless of why they did it, uh, why do you feel your fight with Disney remains important, uh, considering you already beat them on the parental rights bill that they opposed? And <laughs> what would you say to some of your opponents in this race who argue that the fight has dragged on too long? So first of all, Florida stands for the protection of children. We believe j- jamming gender ideology in elementary school is wrong. Here it is. Disney obviously supported injecting gender ideology in elementary school. Gender ideology. Uh, they oppose our parents' rights legislation. Fucking fascists. And the fact is, when they opposed it, that was a big deal because boring for ass years, fucking Millhouse fascists. Disney wanted something in Florida politics. They Man. pretty much got it, uh, but not this time. Disney's uh, woke. The founding bill. fathers would have uh, fought wokeness. Man, on the issue, but. What happened was uh, Disney's posturing, some of the other statements that their executives were making, kind of the corporate culture had really been outed as trying to inject matters of sex into the programming for the youth. And I think mm. a lot of parents, including me, look at that and say, that's not appropriate. I mean, we citation want our kids to be able your own to fucking delusions. And that's kind of our mantra. So you had this this setup that Disney engineered many decades ago where they actually had their own government that they controlled with no accountability. They were exempt from the law. A land, if you will. A Disneyland. Massive tax breaks and even racked up municipal debt. I mean, obviously, let them fight in the highest order. It's just absolutely absurd that people, especially in Florida, where there's so many problems that are concerning the actual voters and the citizens of that state, listen to someone like Ron DeSantis who's blaming everything on the big woke. Oh, what would the founding fathers have done about the great wokening that has befallen us? How, how will we stop the these queers and LGBTQ plus people from destroying everything. And it's like, well, I guess uh, when you don't have any policy, this is uh, going to be something that you can try and use or weaponize in the opposite direction. Very uh, play-by-play fashy shit. I don't think that that's good good policy. And I think some of these Republicans that are taking Disney's side, uh, they're basically showing themselves to be corporatists because these are all corporate goodies. Corporatists. Uh, this is not the way you would run a competitive economy. And so the, the arrangement uh, had really uh, outlived makes... its usefulness, but it, but it persisted because Disney was so politically powerful. I think the company's ethos have changed in a way that alienated a lot of people <laughs> in our legislature the ethos. in Florida. And so there was really Twitter no justification was to keep expensive. it. But make no mistake. That was so cringe. So even people were like, <laughs> special privileges. People are making money in Florida hand over fist. Hand over a fist. Business climate. That's not good enough for them. Fist. They want to be treated differently than Universal and SeaWorld. And we don't think that SeaWorld. that's appropriate. Absolutely so, you know, absurd I think that people that especially withdraw the lawsuit. But obviously, we're going to defend our actions because we think we have the right to do what we did. You know, it's funny. The, the media used to criticize Republicans for being in the pocket of big corporations. And now they're attacking you because you're not. Well, not <laughs> only that, Dave, it's interesting because the media in Florida... The circle jerk continues. Had, ...had hammered Disney. Man, it's so weird they, that we got to this point. Like we got to this was, point where there's a fucking scuffed-ass Twitter Spaces fascist presidential campaign announcement when that the state cracks breaks. The, this district, Jesus. The firefighters came to the board and they said, hey, we weren't getting survivor benefits for, for some of these widows. And so the state control board actually paid out some of the benefits that they were getting stiffed on. There were a lot of people in Central Florida who were really thankful that there was some accountability being brought to bear because, I mean, you know, it's human nature. If there's no accountability over any individual or entity, of course, they're going to behave differently. Absolutely than if you absurd have that people, especially in Florida. But, there's... but the media was always very hostile to that. But just because I happen to be involved 
um, and bringing it back to reality and making sure that they were under the same laws, well, then all of a sudden they're running to, to Disney's defense. I mean, are you kidding me? And oh, by the way, on this project, you know, they had announced this many years ago. They had not done anything for it, but that is actually not in Reedy Creek. So that was in a different part of Orlando. And so none of the issues that are involved in their suit would have made would have made a difference there. Obviously, as a publicly traded corporation, you know, they have a fiduciary duty to do what's best for their shareholders. So I'm assuming if they were in better financial shape and they saw the project as lucrative, they would have gone forward with it. But I think clearly they've had some problems with their stock price and a lot of other issues. And I'd also just finally point out Nobody probably has made Disney more money than me because they were open during COVID and they were closed in California. And that went on for many, many months where literally I had all the theme parks in Florida opened in 2020. People are going. It's safe. They're having fun. And the California parks were closed. I think they were closed for over a year out in California. So we were, uh, I think, a much better place to be doing business, uh, certainly since I've been governor. Great. Let me shift gears here to the topic of education. I want to pull Chris Rufo into the conversation. I don't work with you on some initiatives. I think, you know, one other thing that the mainstream media has, I think, bashed on is they've kind of started promoting this narrative that you want to ban books from school libraries. You refuse to teach kids about slavery or other unpleasant realities of American history uh, or pretend that gay people don't exist. Uh, since many people, I think, in this room, we're now up to, wow, over 271,000 people. So uh, this is, I think, totally unprecedented in terms of the numbers of people we have participating. <laughs> By the way, I think <laughs> on Twitter spaces, yes. Now. I think it's crashed because <laughs> not in terms of the internet. In a room by an account with over 100 million followers, <laughs> yeah. which is Elon's account. I think that created just a scalability level that was unprecedented. But with my meager followership, it seems to be working much better. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's we have some some scaling issues specifically related to my account. Um, at one point in January, uh, if I tweeted above a certain size, uh, it would crash the servers. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you were so uh, and, epic. And then anyone else <laughs> who was tweeting at the same time would, would lose their tweet as well. Um, Is he actually so, flexing I, on the fact that he has no idea how to run a tech company? Hey, I, I got into the tech company and I wanted to let that sink in, so I got rid of the wokeness. So I fired everyone. Yeah, all of those woke liberal coders, programmers, technicians, all of them, they're gone. It's like, well, yeah, so uh, you know how you want to make the platform into Epic for you? Like you are just like the most popular person, just so you shows that you have the most, the most friends, most likes, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of hard and tricky to scale a lot of this because uh, we don't have people who work here anymore. Should probably not have done that. Look, Elon Musk. I've done is empowered parents with the ability to review the curriculum, to know what books are being used in school, and then to ensure that those books match state standards and are age and developmentally appropriate. So, for example, uh, parents have flagged books in schools that, uh, for example, teach middle school kids how to use sex apps. Uh, that provide graphic depictions of sex acts and sex toys for people as young as fifth grade. And so clearly that is not appropriate uh, to be in a middle school classroom. And so parents object and, and the schools take them out. Um, I did a press conference that we called Exposing the Book Ban Hoax. And before I had the parents come up, before I spoke, I just played the video that had the images of the books that the parents had objected being in their kid's classroom and the local news had to cut the feed because they said it was too graphic. 
well, if it's too graphic for the six o'clock news, how is it okay for a sixth grader or a fifth grader? And so nothing's being banned. They're basically ensuring that we make curation choices uh, that are consistent with state standards. And on the, the, the racial history, we eliminated critical race theory from our K through 12 schools. That was the right thing to do. In other words, we're not going to take a kid who comes in um, at six years old and say they're an oppressor or oppressed based on what their race is. That's divisive. Oh That's wrong. God. We're also not going to be teaching oh my people uh, to hate their country. But what we are going to do is teach the accurate history. So in the same bill that banned critical race theory, we required teaching thoroughly about racial discrimination that occurred in American history and Florida's history. Is that what you're going to be calling things like slavery, racial discrimination? Well, we're going to bring up that there was some racial discrimination in the past. Things have changed now. Obviously, everything has been solved and there's no more problems. And America is now the greatest, freest, most prosperous country in the history of the universe. So, yeah, we don't want to teach all this other nonsense, what systemic racism, stuff like that. No, no, this is wokeness, wokeness of the highest order, I say is that somehow you don't want uh, kids to learn uh, that slavery existed in America, which is preposterous. No one actually defends the offending material. And the question is, is why are there people intent on trying to get this stuff into the classroom? Uh, and I think it's part of a political agenda. So our, our mantra in Florida is the purpose of the schools is education, not indoctrination. Yes, I think it's very inappropriate to have sexually explicit material in a fifth grade library, 100%. But it's also the case that if you're focusing on that type of, of instruction, there's an opportunity cost involved. Why, won't we, why shouldn't we be doing more on science or reading or math? And so I think we're getting it right. And I think almost invariably, and Chris Rufo's had to deal with this too, uh, when they're trying to craft these narratives, you just peel back the oh, onion. You of course, realize. that fucking white supremacist is there, Chris Rufo, the one who made everyone lose their minds over critical race theory. Very effectively, by the way. I mean, you got to give them credit. They weaponized critical race theory, a concept that I don't think anybody would have been talking about on a regular basis to such a degree that everyone is deathly afraid of it. They're like almost as afraid of it as they are of fucking rainbows and pronouns now. They're just like, they've got a really uh, effective way at just getting everyone to be terrified of things that don't actually affect their lives from i think like biden's inauguration it's so cringe. and they moved yeah. it um from elementary school library to middle school library the media tried to act like somehow this is being banned and you actually had miami-dade county public schools spokesperson have to come out and say there's nothing that's been banned or removed it was basically just determined that this particular uh book was better suited for middle school and so they put it in the middle school media center and the media tries to act like somehow that is offending uh, something with, with, a, with a book ban. So, um, but I think part of the reason that they're doing that is because you know there is actually a movement to ban books from like Amazon and some of these others, California, some municipalities have banned things like To Kill a Mockingbird. It's you. You're, you're the one doing this. You're, you're lying to everybody and saying that the books that you're targeting are specifically because uh, they teach indoctrination and sexuality through LGBTQ powers or whatever the fuck. You're doing it intentionally to downplay or change or whitewash the history of America, to, to downplay the severity of the crimes and atrocities that have been done in the name of good old American freedom. Fucking genocide. Straight up genocide. It, it's, it's absurd at this point to have to like, by the way, 
just it doesn't matter the medium doesn't matter if it's a scuffed ass fucking am radio quality fucking twitter spaces that just keeps crashing and is just a demonstration of the fact that elon musk doesn't know how to run a, a fucking tech company it's still being used by a fucking fascist to downplay the severity of their fascism probably reasonable book so um that that's the that that is the kind of de facto book banning and de, de facto book suppression that that i see quite a lot of is, is that publishers are unwilling to take risks let me let me shift gears here for a second because i know we're running out of time um we're just end <laughs> i think around four but um holy shit aoc we had more people join when i played among us <laughs> David Sachs just ludicrously made up that Ron DeSantis' Twitter space was the largest group that has ever met online. There was 100,000 people. It's so fucking sad. That's why, by the way, Matt Taibbi, Glenn Greenwald, David Sachs, even if they had done at one point or another effective or good work uh, in the past, 100% uh, the case of, like, they're, they're all just PR for fucking billionaires and fucking the far right at this point. Oh, shit, I closed the space. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to get back in. Uh, Elijah Manley, you can't make this up. Ron DeSantis' campaign launch has crashed on Twitter. The failure to launch just about sums up the campaign's chances from the start. Yep. Oh no, it's glitching. <laughs> Details not available. No, let me in. <laughs> Look at this scuffed nonsense. All right, hold on. Let's get back in. Here we go. Let me into your scuff stream. We lose nothing of value. That's true. It is quite nice and calming right now to, to have this instead. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Unmute. Once and for all. Nice. There's a, I think, follow-up question on immigration from uh, Steve Dace, who is a national radio personality and um, I think an important commentator in the great state up, of Rizzo, Iowa. Uh, Steve, do you have a... You have uh, a comment or question? I think you just need to unmute. If, uh, if Steve can unmute, then we'll go ahead and ask him for a question. If not, um, we'll we'll keep rolling here. All right, three, two, <laughs> going, going, gone. I'm there, All right, guys. sorry, Steve. I'm there, I'm there guys. Sorry. Oh, there, there he is. is. All right. Yeah, my there. bad. Um, first of all, I want to echo what Congressman Massey said to Elon. Um, <laughs> Elon, if I put down money on January first, twenty twenty-two that Twitter was going to be the last bastion of free speech on earth, brother. I'd be about as rich as you are on that bet right now. I mean, it's incredible what you have done here. Uh, and <laughs> Do you the have restoration a of a lot of, you have uh, a accounts of people that were truth tellers <laughs> and were ran from here for telling the truth. I saw a meme the other day that like, said, of course you have scientific consensus right. when you censor all the scientists who disagree. So I wanted to just say first and foremost, on behalf of a lot of grateful people around the country and the world, really, uh, thank you very much for that uh, and the investment you made in that cause. Thank you. Um, a question is a follow-up to you, Governor, on this very issue with immigration. We have heard a lot over the years. Trump uh, posted another up, video. Nice. Drain the swamp. Going to build a beautiful wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. And crowd And everybody loved it. Brands got built and nothing got done. <laughs> Still such an old man. What is the bottom line assurance that you can make to the people that are listening right now? all over the world and all over the country that you can actually do the agenda that you just articulated when others tweeted about this it and talked about like it. But three then minutes actually of through. preamble and fucking, oh, it's you're a great so glorious, Elon. That so amazing. I think even my worst critics in Florida will acknowledge when I tell people I'm going to do something, 
I don't I don't make promises or say I'm going to do something lightly. I've thought it through, uh, and I know that I am going to follow through on what I tell people I'm going to do. So this is one there will be follow through. Number two, I understand the different leverage points that you would have under Article Two of the Constitution. I studied that a lot of becoming governor about Florida's Constitution, doing the same thing for the federal Constitution, and you've got to know how to use your leverage. Uh, to advance what you're trying to accomplish. So, for example, you know, there's leverage that we can use vis-a-vis uh, -vis Mexico that I think presidents have not been not been willing to to do. I think sometimes for political uh, purposes. Uh, but I'll look at okay, what are all the variety of options we can do? Which buttons can I push? And I will do that to be able to bring this issue to a conclusion once and for all. We had Hurricane Ian come through. Southwest Florida, category four plus storm, September of 2022. And it did a lot of damage. But one of the things it did, it knocked out a bridge going from the mainland to Pine Island, and it severed the Sanibel Causeway in three different locations. Where are you going and this? the locals were being told it's going to take six months to get that stuff repaired. And so they came to me, even though these were not state owned bridges, and they said, Can you help us? And the I Santa's said, Okay, I'll do builder. it. So I got my guys together. I said, Listen, Your no guys. bureaucracy no red tape and no excuses get it done we need to open these bridges back pine island bridge reopened three days later sanibel causeway opened two weeks after that way way ahead of schedule because we wouldn't take no for an answer and we wanted to make sure we got it done so for me it is not a campaign uh slogan that you get in and then forget about it i'm as an american citizen if i wasn't running this would be an issue that bothers me I've put a lot of my capital as Florida governor involved in combating illegal immigration. We banned sanctuary cities my first year. We just did a strong anti-illegal immigration bill in Florida that, that's working. Uh, I've put marine assets in the Florida Keys to help the Coast Guard. Join Ron DeSantis for president. Like Haiti. I have people at the southern border right now helping Texas, and we've even been able to relocate illegal aliens to places like Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, so uh, I don't think any governor has probably gone out of his way to do more to try to make an impact on this issue. And uh, I'm not going to take no for an answer. And I think our voters are sick of the empty promises. They want to see action. Thank you, Governor. Well, Governor, I saw you, yeah, I saw you cover of Time Magazine this week. And I think they were trying to do a negative story because they had the, the, you were sort of scowling in this uh, portrait they made of you. Uh, and in the article, they call you uh, the, the, they compared you to the Terminator. And I think they meant <laughs> yeah. So insult, for anyone who's not familiar I with the story, kind of cool. I thought I it was a good thing because I think we need a cool-headed, ruthless assassin to go in and basically take on the woke mob, take on our out-of-control government, and take on. Oh, that is it. I don't know why it's glitching. Probably because it's so fucking terrible. So, yeah, what he's talking about is doing actual human fucking trafficking. They've dehumanized immigrants to the point where he's completely fine and being, like, epic hero when they're talking about that shit. That's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's no surprise that they're, like, he considers that a win when most people would be like, well, that's an abhorrent way to treat other human beings. Yeah, they put them on a fucking bus and just drop them off. Absolutely. There was no relocation. I, uh, myself, I don't know what SOB is going to succeed me in this chick. But they are not going to have anything to do because I'm getting all the meat off the bone. Uh, I am going to make sure that I'm leaning into issues and making an impact. And we have done that in the state of Florida. And I bring that exact attitude uh, up to uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue.
Governor, I'd love to 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 jump in and, and follow up on that. This is Chris Rufo, and you know, I've had the honor of working with you in the past few years on An critical honor. race theory, gender ideology, and the DEI bureaucracy. And what I've seen up close and personal is that while many conservative politicians going back decades have made headlines and got on television uh, playing culture war, they never actually get anything done. And what you've done over the last few years is really astonishing. You've eliminated CRT from all Florida's public institutions. You've stopped gender ideology. Dead so is there a question? <laughs> is, is there a question coming up? <laughs> all of Florida's public universities, they'll be shut down completely. And I think what you've done is established a, a blueprint for fighting back against the left's long march of the institutions and making sure that those institutions reflect the value of Florida voters, not left-wing activists and the partisan press. So uh, my question for you is, you know, D.C. is another animal. It's quite different, the scale uh, uh, of the federal government. And how are you going to deliver results? And what is your cultural culture war strategy uh, facing down uh, the swamp in D.C.? Well, some of it is, is similar in this respect. When we're taking on things like DEI, you get blowback from legacy media and the far left. But th that's an example of an issue where they are out of step with the vast majority of Americans. It's not just Republicans. It's independents and a lot of Democrats, because you think about if you're a uh, if you're upstate a parent, New York declares state of emergency kids, due to Florida's relocation. You want to know when they apply uh, to college, they're going to be judged based on their merit. And they're not going to be roadkill in some type of woke Olympics where they didn't fit some category. And so they're denied opportunity. They want to make sure that achievement matters. And so we get a lot of quiet support for a lot of those things. And so I think what I do, just because, look, I'm a blue collar kid. I grew up in the Tampa Bay area working minimum wage to get through school. You know, my grandfather worked in the steel mill in Western Pennsylvania. Oh um, Literally I a steel mill. Instinctively kind of I just have an normal blood. people think about you know, all the this blood stuff. and soil. And good I have old a good blood and soil. When the legacy media and the left are, are outside of where the average American is, because people want you to be using common I mean, sense. And yeah, things like DEI, I, uh, honest, I mean, when I was uh, growing up, I never served in the U.S. military, and I never uh, was a torture whisperer. I wasn't the person who would find out what was the worst kind of torture to inflict on another human being and then use that form of torture to torture them. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, we have different lived experiences on that one. But uh, good luck on, you know, hunting down the woke mind virus and catching it. It's, uh, it's slippery, that one. ...do in the federal level. It's also the case that there are some tools at the federal level that we don't necessarily have at the state level. For example... Some of the problems with the university and the ideological capture, that didn't happen by accident, can trace back all the way to the accreditation cartels. Well, guess what? The accreditation Become an cartels. accreditor, how do you do that? You've got to get approved by the U.S. Department of Education. So we're going to be doing alternative accreditation uh, mm, uh, regimes where instead of saying what could go you wrong? Will only get accredited if you do DEI, you'll have an accreditor that will say, we will not accredit you if you do DEI. We want a colorblind, cool. merit-based accreditation scheme. You're making a white supremacist fucking accreditation scheme right now, just laying it all out and be like, well, no, this is this is about meritocracy and, and, and people not getting ahead because they happen not to be white. No more. No more of that, I say. Yes. Some of the outrageous stuff that's generated in some sociology department at a university. That didn't just happen out of thin air. There's a reason why oh, no. we got to that point. What an L. Uh, what an L. You sad-ass fascist. Federal government where Damn. you can push back. That sucks. Uh, oh, and try to get look at that. Look at people wrong. More.
Little pudding boy. Uh, Little pudding boy couldn't get his torture pudding. We're pursuing truth here, uh, and we're not here to try to impose one niche ideology on the entire student body. (laughs) Great. Shifting gears. um, uh, Dana Lash, you you have a, uh, a question or comment for the governor? I do. And thank you both uh, so oh, much for man. your time. Dana Lash is here. Every, everyone. Joining us Just in a very the new little way. rotating really cast of people who are like, all right, we're firmly uh, siding with the, uh, the fascists. Too. Yeah. And Elon, I have to say, this thank has you always for been about free speech. Let's ban some books. Unthrottling ban the some books. Of all of us who got in trouble for sharing a New York Post story about a laptop. Oh my God. Uh, and Governor, I wanted, to thank, I wanted to thank you for your leadership and your unwavering support of Second Amendment rights. And you're on my program tomorrow, and I just got to say, you got my vote in the primary, so I appreciate it very much. I You so, were talking about DEI just a minute ago. So and this is going to be an unbiased question by a journalist, right? Against natural rights and free enterprise. It's this threat of debanking. Now, I know that, you know, Elon, I've read so much about you and what you've gone through. You've called ESG criteria evil incarnate. Uh, Governor DeSantis, Florida, saw financially weaponized wokery earlier this year when Wells Fargo Bank dumped both the business and business and personal accounts of a very prominent and well-respected gun dealer in Florida. They'd been together for 25 years working with Wells Fargo, and they cited new ESG guidelines. Now, similar to... This is a, a real thing that's happening. I know it's like it's easy just to discount it as some kind of strange cartoonist disaster for fucking putting fingers meatball Ron. But yeah, these are real words that are coming out of someone's mouth as they are talking to a presidential candidate with one of the richest human beings who has and owns this fucking social media platform that they're using right now to deliver this message. The fucking wokery of the banks and all this kind of shit, yes, is coming out of their mouths. Like, holy fuck. ...processors who are essentially cutting off law-abiding citizens and businesses. Well, I think it's just it's a fundamental issue that I think not enough conservatives have been wise to. I think more and more are. But at the end of the day, we have certain fundamental rights. And so maybe you're somebody that is, uh, you know, really excited about your Second Amendment rights. And obviously, if the government comes in and infringes that, we know you blow the whistle on that. That's a problem. But what if Wall Street banks are colluding uh, so that somebody can't function in that space, whether it's running a store or, or anything involving that? Your rights are still being infringed upon uh, in that situation. And so I think this whole ESG movement is really trying to do through the financial sector what they could never achieve through the ballot box. And so they're trying to do an end run around the constitutional system. And they're really trying to change policy. They're trying to change society. uh, And they're trying to change the scope of people's rights. And so in Florida... I just signed anti-ESG legislation, which said things like no ESG criteria in our pension fund. We got a $180 billion state pension fund. Uh, No social credit scores uh, for consumers when they're going to bank. In other words, if you apply for a loan, that loan should be judged based on your credit worthiness, not whether you're genuflecting to the appropriate left-wing causes. Uh, But one thing we did do is we did provide protection uh, against this debanking with the woke banking. Uh, No discrimination uh, based on your religion and other things, which we are we know is happening. So I think it's it's a it's a fundamental question, but we will not be a free. Again, just the nonsense fucking ether of fascism where it's like oh well you know wokeness things we don't like banking uh, evil banking uh, elites uh, woke banking uh, going after christians yeah all makes sense right 
You know, as a follow-up to that, uh, Governor, Dana mentioned Operation Choke Point, and that is a, a term that's very familiar to uh, crypto companies in Silicon Valley oh, and great. fintech companies. Basically, it refers to an effort by uh, the federal uh, government, easy. including Where the SEC, to go wrong. only get accredited if you de do DEI. You'll have an accreditor that will say, we will not accredit you if you do DEI. We want a colorblind. Cool. I'm just trying to find accreditation. Yeah, but really high quality good companies, including companies that are public, like uh, Coinbase. And these guys are basically begging the government for just a framework. They're just like, tell us how to operate legally and we'll do it. Um, you know, I guess where, where do you come down on this? Um, what, what is your view, I guess, uh, broadly of Bitcoin and people's right to hold Bitcoin and to transact Bitcoin? And Dogecoin. You have every right to do Bitcoin. The only reason these people in Washington don't like it is because they don't control it. And they're central planners and they want to have control over society. And so Bitcoin represents a threat to them. And so, as you're saying, they're trying to regulate it out of existence. Look. Could Congress enact? So you're all right now trying to do a little Bitcoin ad in the middle of everything. Hey, I'm going to be the most pro Bitcoin fucking candidate ever. I'm not going to restrict that shit. Yeah, we're not going to go after any of the money you rich people make. Why would I start doing that for the first time? The bureaucracy to just do it um, on their own and make it so people can't operate in that space. That's what we mean when we say we've got to return the government to the people elected representatives who are our voice to be able to make these decisions. And so uh, as president, we'll protect uh, the ability to do uh, things like like Bitcoin. Uh, I think these are people that are that are sophisticated. They can make decisions. There's risks involved with it. Uh, but but let them do that. I just do not have an itch to have to control um, everything that people may be doing um, in this space. And I think that the current regime clearly they have it out for Bitcoin, and if it continues for another four years, you know, they'll probably end up killing it. Yeah, I, th I think you're right, and I think that is the strong feeling of people in Silicon Valley who are in this space, and I think will be uh, heartened to hear your answer on that. I mean, the weird thing is that – and there is a huge uh, constituency of crypto Twitter. So for people who are maybe yeah. part of political Twitter who are wondering why we're talking about this, it really is a, has a big audience for this topic. Uh, Dogecoin, too. That's what I've said. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to all the, the, Doge, uh, the Doge fans out there. Yeah. But the weird thing is that this, this uh, administration, uh, they seem to want to ban Bitcoin, but they want to create a CBDC, which stands for a central bank digital currency. Uh, what, what's your take on that? So we were the first state uh, just last month. Uh, we actually got the Florida legislature to pass a law that says Florida does not recognize central bank digital currency because some states were actually adding that to their uniform commercial code. Uh, you know, the federal government's studying this. We did the opposite and say we didn't. Now, the reason why we did that is because what the Federal Reserve has said is, well, uh, you know, we're going to consult with Congress. We'll consult with the executive branch. We don't have a CBDC right now. And ideally, we would get authorization for Congress. Well, wait a minute. It's not ideally. You must get authorization from Congress. I don't think Congress would authorize it. So if they unilaterally try to do this, we're trying to provide protection uh, for people here in Florida. I know Biden did the executive order. They're studying it. I can tell you, uh, if I'm president, we are not doing a central bank digital currency. I think that that would be a huge, huge imposition on people's financial freedoms and financial privacy. 
And oh, by the way, what would the logical result of this be if the central authority has oversight over this? Of course, they're going to start imposing ESG criteria. Oh, wait a minute. You, you filled up your gas tank uh, three times uh, this week. You can't, you can't do any more. The sky of how they would be able to manipulate this. So I, I see it as a massive transfer of power from individual consumers to a central authority. And I don't think that that's good uh, for a free society. So I'm a, I'm a no on central bank digital currency. Sounds Great. good. Yeah. Great. Well, Governor, I, I want to thank you for the time. Um, I mean, we could go for hours here, but I, I know you only had an hour and we've gone over that. So I want to be respectful of your time. Um, I know there's so many people who want to ask questions and we, we should like- do it again. I mean, I think it was fun. Yeah. I, I think this is great. And um, we'll make sure that um, uh, that we come back and do it again. This this is a this is a great platform. I mean, we I would like to see other platforms yeah. going in the same direction. But, um, you know, a healthy democratic society needs the robust debate. So I just want to thank everybody. Uh, for listening in. Uh, and I'll just make that pitch again. You know, we want you on the team. We'd love for you to go to rondesantis.com and make a donation so that we can uh, get this done on this nomination um, and win the election in November of 2024. God bless everybody. And thank you. Well, thanks, Governor. And yeah, we have th- over 300,000 people in the room. It's really been pretty incredible. Are you going to lie again and, and you know, say it's like the most popular event that's because ever of happened? The sheer scale of, and unprecedented nature of what we're doing. But no, it's yeah. not unprecedented it's not at all. This, this has been done. Fucking, been I'm sorry. Really strong, I'm sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, what's his face? Uh, Corpse Husband? Is that his name? The guy's got a really cool voice. Like, he gets like half a million fucking live viewers. Tons of like monster streamers. I get higher numbers than this. This none of this is unprecedented. Like Jesus. <laughs> but it's genuine, um, and I think that that really gives the, the people an opportunity to understand who who might be their president uh, in a way that's real. So thank you very much for, and, for coming on and doing this. And the invitation's open to any other candidates who might want to do this. I, absolutely, um, it is important for people to hear directly from candidates. So. Um, Thank you for uh, working with us on this historic It's just uh, an ad. This whole thing and, was an uh, ad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he fucked yeah, up. Looking, looking forward to it was conversations and, and That's just, for sure. Uh, you fucked ha- up. Having a great national dialogue. Mm. All righty, everybody. Thank you for this. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Cringe. <laughs> fucking cringe. You fucking... <laughs> oh. The fact that, like, you know, it's the face of fascism right now. Is this kind of like... Okay, thank you. Or is it is it over? Oh, it's it's about to hit three hundred thousand. You don't want to miss out on that. Well, that was um as ridiculous as you probably uh, imagined. All right, let's see what Trump is doing over at the True Socials. We are uh, kind of melting the servers. Ah, <laughs> uh, DeSantis is so fucked. You're never going to be able to beat fucking Trump at his own game. Trump, all Trump has to do is what he's doing. Like, DeSantis can have all these points, and Trump's like, you're a fucking pedophile. Just like that. You, you, you can't beat fucking Trump, you know? You can't, like, you can't go passive-aggressive on Trump. You're so fucked. You can't, like, join a little, ooh, this is exciting technology. What is this? Oh, it's like the AM radio, but on the internet. And people will be able to, ooh, this is going to be nuts, ask you some questions. Ah, well, this was really exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, you should ask me about my opponent. He apparently loves prostitutes. Meanwhile, Trump's just like, Groomer, he's pedophile, pedophile, big pedo, the biggest, huge pedo. Massive Peter. To freedom and his money where his money <laughs> his mouth is. Upset the narrative. Upset the narrative. Who's all imposed on us by our government? Who gave that light to me? Weak, sad.
Weak. Weak and sad. Governor DeSantis. Weak and or sad. Just weird, you know, weird behavior. Like eating fucking pudding with your fingers. Oh, the, the nice brown goos it slothers down my face. Uh, make this up. Just trying to get it going. He's already memeing on you. He's already memeing on all of you. Like, there's nothing that fucking uh, Elon Musk or uh, fucking uh, Pudding Fingers Based can do about him. this. Oh, God. Uh, can do about this. Like, Trump's just going to fucking meme you into the sun. He's too naturally hilarious. You know, you, you can't defeat Donald Trump at his own game. What are you trying to do? You're fucked. All of you are. At least I was American. Man, I'm gonna have that fucking song stuck in my head all day. Ridiculous. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel K., Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.